How do you how do you eat a meat stick? With a I, knife? I cut it into slices like and a, a normal a piece of cheese and a cracker maybe? Well, okay. I was just looking in the fridge and I was like, what could I eat quickly? And there was this meat stick there. And I'm not going to slice it before I eat it when it's just that's also, me. That's also not a stick. It's a log. And <laughs> I I cut I cut all kinds no, of stuff. No, the, the log has bigger girth than this. When, when it's just me, uh-huh. I would still cut it into slices. Really? Yes. Yeah. Because then you can stack cheese on it. And also it just tastes, it's just different. Like that's... Remember that, remember that time I smuggled a cheese knife into the Seahawks game? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. The cop behind us thought it was a machete. Or said it was a machete. Machete. He hey guys. Have you seen Machete? What? Isn't it Machete Kills? That's the second That's one. That's the sequel. Oh. No. Cool. <laughs> I might have seen part of it. Did you enjoy that? Cause it was did dumb. you enjoy my asking you 15 times if you had seen 12 Angry Men last night? I thought it was only 12. <laughs> you I answered you were it trying so to make many me, different ways. I thought Bob. you were trying to anger <laughs> me with a pun. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, so we're started. <laughs> now we've started, yes. There yeah. used to be music. Wait, he said Man. no. There, did we there, start? Yes. Yeah. No, Wait. we've started. We've been started for a while now. How long? <laughs> You might have well, call, you might call it a false start. <laughs> oh, uh, it's Lumen Field well, situation. If you've heard Both about a meat stick, then we've already been recording. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bill is okay. shoving <laughs> a giant meat stick in his mouth, and it's As not you like, do. and not a Slim Jim, a full summer sausage. It is well, it's summer, <laughs> <laughs> and I yes. had a hankering for some do- sausage. Do you have something to wash that sausage down with, Bill? I do, yeah. As he licks his fingers. Uh, I have. He's eating a charcuterie plate because of the French connection. (laughs) Yes. I've got myself a San Juan seltzer, and it is a wild blackberry lemonade. Cool. And it is good. Refreshing. So cool. Also goes with my summer theme. (laughs) Ryan, what are you drinking? I have the Seven Seas Brewing Nomadic IPA out of Gig Harbor slash Tacoma. It's pretty good. Well, hang on. Point of order. Aren't nomads people that travel around on land? Mm, I think they just travel around. No, I don't think you can. No, if they travel around on water, they're like pirates or buccaneers. I mean, I think they could be nomadic pirates. No. As you, don't call, to you don't call pirates. pirates nomads. But you don't call nomads pirates. That's because <laughs> nomads are on land and pirates are on water. I don't. I think there's more than... Do you call sailors pirates? Yep. Do you call whales pirates? Yep. <laughs> See, Pirate there's whales. a lot of things on the water that aren't pirates. Sure, but that doesn't make nomads on the water. But that doesn't make them not on the water. <laughs> Your logic is flawed. I mean, I think yours is equally as flawed. So because you don't call whales pirates, nomads live on the water? Yes. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking there, whale pirate? <laughs> Which one of us is that? You. I asked Ryan first. Ryan answered. What That's what started this conversation. Oh, he what's he drinking? drinking? I forgot. Seven Seas Nomad Beer. Oh, well, <laughs> Nomadic IPA. Uh, so see, you're, you're asking you what I'm drinking now, not earlier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Got it. Obviously, I was calling you the whale pirate. You're the one with the big blowhole. 
<laughs> All right. A nomad is a member of a people who have no fixed residence, but move from place to place, usually seasonally within a well-defined territory, which well could de- be the ocean. No, the ocean is not a well-defined territory. It's pretty well-defined, the Pacific Ocean. Oh, oh, there's there's yeah. seven of them. <laughs> it's well-defined. Seven seas. It, yeah. I mean, it's, there's like borders. It's labeled on the, the globe. Oh, the ocean has borders? Yeah. Where, I want to know where the borders of the oceans are. Okay, Washington is one of them. No, not, not with Oregon. land. Not with land, with the other waters and the seas. I, why do you think I met with waters? <laughs> I mean, like... So also obviously I know oceans have well well no you know it what oceans don't like even it. have oceans don't even have well defined borders with the land it's called tides their borders Bill. are constantly moving Bill yeah so oh, these you're saying s- oceans are nomadic these these are they're seas. not a member of a people group <laughs> true seas are well defined bodies within an ocean no they aren't the Baltic Sea is. Okay. <laughs> and the Caspian Sea and the Black Sea. Are those par- Okay, hang on. The other no. definition is an individual who roams about. He lives <laughs> in a, like a nomad for a few years after college, never holding a job at one place for very long. The seven seas, Ryan, include the Arctic, North Atlantic, South Atlantic, North Pacific, South Pacific, Indian, and Southern Oceans. Okay, wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> let me tell you this. No. Let me, let me read that's, to you. That, yes, that's what I just Googled. Hey, I'm not worried about your guys' arguments, but listen to this. Rick, this, what are you drinking? Wait, I want to read you the synonyms for nomad, and you're going to like the, the last couple. Drifter. This is going to be a three-hour episode. Gypsy, knockabout, maunderer, rambler, roamer, rover, stroller, vagabond, wanderer, and wait till you get to this one, wayfarer. Mm-hmm. That's, w- that's oceanic. You know what I didn't hear? What? Sailor, pirate, buccaneer, seafarer. Well, do you know what a wayfarer is? Oh my gosh, what are you drinking? <laughs> Type of sunglasses. <laughs> so, like this podcast, I'm drinking the... Uh... Yes, oh, Rick, I would like you to... T- no, no, what is a wayfarer? I'd like you to look it up and tell me, because I just looked up the definition <laughs> I didn't of a look wayfarer. It's sunglasses? I looked up the definition a, of a, a wayfarer. It's a pair of Ray- Ray-Ban sunglasses. No, 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 I want to know what a wayfarer is. I don't know, it's sunglasses. Yeah, it says similar to Nomad, so let's look it up. <laughs> What's the definition? It's a you. person who travels on foot. <laughs> okay. On the water sometimes. Nope. <laughs> and a uh, synonym is a nomad. Thank you for proving my point. I now, mean, what the hell are you I, drinking? I still think a nomad could be on the water, but um, I'm drinking the Fort George three-way IPA. So it's actually a collabo between Fort George. Hang on. I can't see it in the dark. Uh doesn't look very dark there. Moonraker moon Brewing and Varietal with Four George. So, hashtag not sponsors. Pretty soon they will be when they find out how delicious. Hang on, let's see. Mm. Let's get them all on board. Ankles <laughs> to my knees in my Janko jeans. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. This is a podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about movies, and we promised our listeners not to have another two-hour episode. Well, did so we? I, I did want, we promise? I wanted to step in with I promise. Th- that <laughs> example, and I wanted to make a vow to the listeners that I will, from now on, very rarely 
make a podcast <laughs> go longer than the actual runtime of the movie we spoke about. <laughs> good. Good call. Now, I did say very rarely. I heard from a few of our listeners who had to listen to that last episode in multiple uh, listening sessions. Yeah, I'm yes. one of them. I'm not Over several it. days. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think I feel? It helps. It gets stretched out a little bit. You get to like enjoy this podcast more than once a week. Okay, so moving on from <laughs> The Breakfast Club, we decided to watch a uh, Academy Award Best Picture winner this week. It won even more than that. It won a ton of Academy Awards. Oh, do you have a list there? Calm yeah. down, Ryan. I bet I could get one really quickly. <laughs> but it, it like it did one of those like Silence of Lamps like, where it like almost swept the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um and what's that movie called? The French Connection, the right? The French Connection. French Connection. Which, let's start there. What a stupid name for this movie. It's, no, no, it's not. It's a great movie. Why, it's a great name for that Why movie. do you think it's stupid? Because the movie, very little of it takes place in France. It and it doesn't say the France subjectiveness. It's true. Called the you're right. You're, no, you're right, Mickey. <laughs> it doesn't say that. <laughs> they are tracking down... The French Connection. Are they though? That's what. That's yeah. That's the, the whole movie is just them trying to figure out who the French Connection is. No, because they figured out who he was. Right, and that's what it's about. But they're but all, the, they're staking him out the whole time. Isn't the French Connection the actor? No, the connection. No, is, sure. The connection is who's smuggling drugs from France to here. Okay, so, so it's all of them. You, it, the yes. whole group. It's, yeah, the connection. It's, it's okay. the hookup. And when when was this Academy Award sweeping movie made? Well, it, it, it so it won Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role, Best Director. Did Gene be, Hackman win Best Motion Picture for a drama? I don't know what that is. That might that might adapted screenplay, editing, directing, and just so much stuff. Twenty two wins. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's BAFTAs and there's all kinds of stuff, but I think I won a bunch of Academy Awards. Uh, it's on AFI's top 100 movies of all time. And uh, okay, there's a French Connection too. Yeah, there. I, <laughs> I didn't know that until I saw it when I was searching for it on Amazon. Uh-huh. Uh And it has Gene Hackman in it. It does. So, do you think that in the French Connection too? They're still trying to track who's bringing drugs in from France. I mean, I can't assume. I'd be right. wrong. I'll, like I'll you are you every has, time. I'll bet you it has nothing to do with that. Um, maybe unless he's because at the end of the movie, at the end of the alert, movie, they got transferred out of the narcotics division. Right, but maybe he decides a way to get back in and find this guy from France that they never found. He got away, right? This is a fun segment where we speculate on what the sequel might be about. <laughs> right. Guess who's not watching that sequel? <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I'd rather watch Smoking the Bandit 2. Me too. I heard there was a Smoking the Bandit 3. Yeah, no, they're all, I've never seen anyone pass one. They're all supposed to be real bad. Yeah. But I do So, it. French Connection is not... Why are we talking about the French Connection? <laughs> <laughs> the French Connection is not... I come because I was doing research <laughs> while you guys were talking. Oh, um, the French Connection uh, is not originated by the movie. It was called. It was a scheme in which uh, heroin was imported f- from Indonesia 
all the way through France into the U.S. So it was the pipeline was the French connection. Okay, but like that's kind of what we said, right? I mean, like- yeah, but it it started in the thirties. The, the movie wasn't the wasn't the genesis of that term. the The movie was named after a thing that already existed. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So Bill's wrong. <laughs> right. Obviously. <laughs> um, okay. So before we get into this. Uh, I know Bill was slaving over a hot computer. I have a bunch of trivia that has just been burning a hole in my pocket for a week now. I love it. Were you holding it close to the chest all day or what? Mm hmm. Nice. I was juggling um, two balls and a small d. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bleep. No, I think that was necessary. You can't say that word. I was juggling um, two balls and a small d. <laughs> <laughs> I like when I haven't heard the drops. They're very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, are you guys ready for some 1971 trivia? Yes. Uh, obviously. I have okay. a scoreboard here. Oh, well, this is my turn to do <laughs> trivia, Ryan. So uh, your correct answers I'm, aren't going to be worth points. <laughs> I'm keeping track of my own points. Thank you very much. Yeah, I did that last time. How'd that work out for me? <laughs> Worked out good for me. Hey, Ryan, okay. can you do me a favor? Yeah. When you start sure. editing this next podcast, will you go back and listen to all the old ones and see who's <laughs> ahead in trivia? Oh, yeah, we need some lifetime. cumulative totals. Yeah, no. we need lifetime. Can you know Steven, what? Let's put Steven, Steven on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Super fan Steven. Steven, we need prove. you to take the weekend, re-listen to all the episodes, and add up all the trivia points. Have you guys? Do you guys listen to the Adam Carolla show or know who Adam Carolla is? I know of an Adam Carolla. I know I'm of not Adam Carolla. Up. I have not listened to his show. I don't listen to his show anymore, but I used to listen to Loveline a lot. And yeah. there's a super fan, and his name is Giovanni. And <laughs> he knows everything about All everything that ever happens on the yeah. podcast. He keeps track of it. So that's what Steven, I think, needs to do. We need Giovanni Steven to help us out. Okay. I like okay. it. So it says, show it shall be done. Okay. Are you guys ready for some 1971 trivia? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Maybe. Okay, here we go. This is this is just going to be tons of fun. <clears throat> Lots of stuff happened in 1971. 2,000 pounds of fun? 2,000 pounds of fun. <laughs> Why is it tons? Metric so it ton? Be, um, what is a metric ton? It's different than a regular ton. I think is, it the amount of, is it the amount of kilograms that make up 2,000 pounds? Or I don't is it know. Like an even number, like a thousand what's a, kilograms. What's a metric fuck ton? I don't think that's, well, that's, that's a thing. whole lot. Okay, we're still okay. waiting on that question. Okay, for ten points. Whoa! This is a toss-up. Coming out. Wait, what does that mean? Means anyone can answer. First person to answer right gets the points. Seven. Okay, that was your guess. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I can keep guessing, right? As long as Ryan can't talk. Nope, you only get one guess. You didn't say that. Well, now I did. Okay, so now I know. Okay. What hijacker parachuted into the dark? D.B. Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> nice. I think Ryan got that one. I'll edit it to make sure I, I got that I one. I almost said D.L. Hughley. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we saw him again. But I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so now Ryan gets to go first. With 10 points in his pocket? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. This is under world changing events. What specific Did you media? Did say specific or specific? What specific 
media was banned in the U.S. in 1971 and remains banned today. Specific media defer. It's a, it's a, okay. What were you about to say? I'm going to let you answer. I'll let you both answer, and then I'll give you a clue. I'm going to defer. Uh, this is for 15 points. Of course. Wax cylinders. I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to, I don't know. Propaganda. Wait, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a hint. These used to be very common on television and radio before. Oh, I know the answer. It's cigarette first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I knew cigarette ads. Okay. That question was not going to, we were never going to get that the way you asked that first question. Right. Right. Sure. Okay. Okay. How many points was that? Oh, that was 15. 15. Plus 15. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rick gets to go first this time. What? And this is for 25? This is for 10 points. Is the question, what is your name? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, this was lowered to 18 years of age. Um, the draft. <laughs> Smoking. Wait, my Bo- turn. Both wrong. Rick. My turn. Voting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the voting age. <laughs> Once, once people have been drafted, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know we, we were always draft. We were always drafting people that were 18. We just weren't letting them vote on who right. drafted them. Um, okay. So here's some fun facts. Wait, you're just going to read us facts? <laughs> no, that's not how trivia works. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, what? Who's he, going? Uh, Ryan's going to go first. Okay. This is 10 points. What theme park opened in 1971? Six Flags Over America. Rick? Disney World. Yes, it was Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Look at me. Okay. What? So it's 20 to 25 right now? I don't care. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The last question's worth a million. (laughs) Uh, This one's worth 15. What communication method was invented in 1971 by Ray Tomlinson? Who's going first? You. I defer. Cell phones. No. No, that's dumb. That was a dumb. I almost (laughs) had a real dumb answer there. Uh, I think you need to go with your dumb answers. I mean, I can't say like walkie-talkies they had those in the war <laughs> i can't say pigeons because no one invented those um t- fax machines no oh that was a good guess though one more it? guess ryan 1971 email yes email yeah that's dumb yeah i know it'd be 20 more years before <laughs> anyone figured out how to use it <laughs> Okay, the first of these opens, Ryan goes first this time. The first of these opens in Seattle, Washington. Starbucks. So stupid. Yes, correct. (laughs) How much was that worth? (laughs) That was worth 10 points. 
Okay. okay. Rick, 10 points. These two breakfast cereals are introduced. These two partnering breakfast cereals. Wait. They're partner cereals? Like they they're were like, married? Like they're domestic partners? No. I mean, you might call them domestic partners. So both of them, both of them didn't exist in 1970? Correct. They were both created and introduced at the same time by the same company. Uh, Count Chocula and Frankenberry. Ooh, that's, that's a that's good, a good guess, guess, but no. Okay. Uh, Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles. Correct. Uh, that was I mean, I, just, I said a chocolate and a fruit cereal, right? Yeah. And same, yeah. That should have counted. Okay. The this is this is near and dear to my heart. Okay, so this one's worth twenty points. Mm. What's the score? I don't know. You're keeping score. <laughs> I've got fifty five. What does Rick have? I don't know. I wasn't keeping keeping track of his. Oh, there's not two R's it's, on your sheet. It's less. <laughs> uh, okay. The in 1971, the State Farm jingle "Like a Good Neighbor, State Farm is There" was written. What famous singer wrote that jingle? And I, I go first. Yep, for twenty points. Do, 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 do. Um, do I get a bonus point for singing it? No. Okay. Um, ba, 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 famous singer who wrote it. Singer or writer? Did you say singer or writer? I said singer. Okay. Oh, uh, let's go with. <sighs> Wayne Newton. No. Aretha Franklin. No. Uh, we were looking for Barry Manilow. Okay. <laughs> I was on the right track. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one is Price is Right style. Ah, Ryan's favorite. Rick gets to go <laughs> first. It. This is for okay. 50 points. <laughs> is this the last question? No. Rick, do you okay. know how many points you have? No, I think I have like 25. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Okay. I'm about to have 75, though. Okay. Remember, price is right. Closest without going over. Carolyn Davidson designs the Nike swoosh symbol. How much was she paid for the image? I defer. $250. Jeez. I'm going to say $251. You both lose. <laughs> Both she was, she was like paid five or something. She was paid thirty-five dollars. Wow. Um. <clears throat> okay, I've got a list here. This is how we're going to finish this off. Woo! Wait, okay. so I'm going to finish Ryan off with this list. What we're going to do <laughs> is I have here the top ten grossing films of 1971 in the U.S. box office. Okay. Okay. And you are going to get. The you're going to get three guesses each. Rick, get off your phone, you fucking cheater. I was talking about mayonnaise to someone. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's totally bad. I'm not Googling <laughs> shit. Uh, here's what's going to happen. You are going to get one point for each million dollars the film you guessed correctly made at the box oh, office. Oh, interesting. Uh, Rick, you go first. Each one of you gets three guesses. You have how many numbers? Ten. The French Connection. Rick gets number three, The French Connection, worth 26 points. 26. 
Ooh, race is tightening up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. No. Zero points. Zero points. 1971. So I can I say the French Connection again or? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Magnificent Seven. No. Hmm. See, this is why it's so hard because you don't even know what came out in 1971. That is why it is. That's good. why it's so hard. <laughs> um, Jaws. No. The Godfather. No. Okay. I think that was all three. L- Ryan gets one more guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did Clockwork Orange come out that year? Yeah, I don't think it grossed that much, though. Well, I mean, you, you know what grossed more yeah. than? Another answer that's not right? Yeah, right. Uh... Uh, what was it? Uh, 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 uh. What's the fuck the name of that James Bond movie that came out then? <sighs> Live and Let Die. No, no, no points. Okay. <laughs> so was I think, there we're, a Bond all, one on I think the list? we're all tied up. <laughs> no, Rick it. has 51 and no, I have 55. We're all tied up. <laughs> uh, number one okay. was Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. 40 uh, point, 40.5 million. Billy Jack was number two, 32.5 million. Never heard of it. Nope. Summer of 42, 20 million. Diamonds are forever. Oh, James yeah. Bond movie. Just picked the wrong one. Dirty mm-hmm. Harry, 18 million. A Clockwork Orange, seven, oh. 17 million. You could have sealed it up there, buddy. Carnal okay. Knowledge, 14 million. The Last Picture Show, 13 million. And Willard, 9 million. Yeah, Somehow last, I think even if I got that one, it would still be tied right now. The it's last possible. Pi- the last picture show I think is also on AFI's top 100 list. So same year. The okay. more you know. I have the top 40 songs of 1971 based on the Hot 100 charts from January 1971 to November 27th, 1971, ranked by Billboard. Okay, so you know okay. exactly where this information is coming from. You guys each get two guesses. Whoever names the highest charting song wins. Two guesses? Yep. Ryan, you go first. Seventy-one. Um, I know, like, some of these songs. It's weird. Like, Drawing a complete fucking blank. Rick's waiting for me to start singing one. <laughs> I defer. Seventy-one is the year. So sixty-nine. Jeez, that's a tough year because like what was still around. Let's go with. I'm just gonna dial it in here. Let's see. Uh, Staying alive. It's not out yet, but let's try it. No. Okay. Um. Smoke on the water. I don't think I saw that one. Probably not. not It's probably too old. Okay. Too new. I mean. Get back. 
Nope. Diamonds are forever? <laughs> Good try. <laughs> no. I mean, some of those theme songs charted. Yep. Yep. Okay, so here's here's what we'll do. Born I'm, on the Bayou. I'm gonna name some of the artists, and you guys can take turns naming the songs. And it's sudden death. Okay. Okay. Okay, Ryan, gets we to go, go first. One and one. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. So I'll start with some harder ones, in my opinion. I don't know. The Carpenters. It's my turn. Uh huh. Yes. I don't know a Carpenter song. Oh. They have two on the top 40. Yes, I have two in my head. Well, you don't get to guess <laughs> that band. I'm going to give you a different one. Oh. What if I say, um, I, it, wait, I thought we got to guess the same band. Well, no, nah, that doesn't seem fair. I mean, it should. Oh, they have three. Well, I, I can think of two. <laughs> Ryan, five seconds. Uh, loving you. I don't know. Now they had rainy days and Mondays. Wait, 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 wait. Was Superstar on there? Superstar. And um, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. For all we know. Okay. I had one of them. Okay. Superstar is That's... the best Carpenter song there is. Did you know that? Okay. It's even better when Sonic Youth covered it. Rick, you're, uh, you have to name something by either Donny Osmond or the Osmonds. A uh, little He's bit got... country, a little bit rock and roll. No. Okay. I would have accepted sweet and innocent. Uh-huh. Also, we know you would have. <laughs> also, go away, little girl, and okay. one bad apple. <laughs> They're really mm. into the, the pedophilia there. Yeah. Okay. He told her to go away. <laughs> Ryan. Girl, yeah. It's true. You get Tony Orlando and Don. And Don? Oh, Don also. <laughs> They have one or two. You have one guess. They only have one on there. You're going to give it to him, huh, Rick? He doesn't know that. Come on. That was a very poor rendition. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Spot on. I don't know. It was. Knock three times on the knock ceiling three if you times. want me. Mm. Okay, Rick. Okay. I'm, like, I'm, the, glad I, I'm glad I don't get any points for all these answers I get nope, right. Nope. For the game. Mm-hmm. John Denver. How many does he have on the list? I'm not going to say. Take me home, country roads. Yes. Yes. Correct. Is Rocky Mountain High in there too? I didn't see it. I don't think so. I <laughs> think that was the only one he had on the list. Thank God I'm a country um, boy on there. The number one song was by Three Dog Night. Ooh, oh, joy to oh, the world. To jo- joy, joy to the, to the world. world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rick wins trivia. Woohoo! Who to thunk it? Yeah. I think I'm undefeated yeah. in trivia. Yeah, I believe you do think that. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, why don't you go pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? What right. is that about? <laughs> what is that about? I don't know. Picking your feet in Poughkeepsie. So many times. So is, is I like part. The, what? It's Ryan's turn to talk. It's Ryan's yeah, turn ahead, to Ryan. talk, what? Rick. It's always Brian's turn to talk. Picking I, your feet in Poughkeepsie is. Uh, they made it up as a nonsensical phrase to use in interrogations when using the good cop, bad cop technique. So it's the bad cop is supposed to like keep yelling that at the suspect to get them to break their whatever they're lying about. 
Yeah, no, I I could tell. I mean, that was the whole thing when they were doing it to the guy. It didn't but mean I, anything. My favorite just... part, my favorite part, was when they did it in that club, and he was like trying to say it. And he's like, ah, never mind. <laughs> didn't even go with it anymore. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. Let me talk about. Is this, this no, is this the most boring movie ever made? <laughs> no, it's not because it's close. It's it's the movie. Uh, I I can't say it keeps it keeps your attention because no. But it, it does. It's an interesting movie. Be, it, here's what I said about this movie when I yeah. to myself when I was in bed by, alone. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about how like some of these movies in the 70s, I can't remember what else it was, but they feel like documentaries. Like this a movie, little bit, yeah. This movie was like if you followed around these cops with a camera, you'd be like, and you didn't edit anything out of it. You'd be like, <laughs> this is it. It seemed very real, but also like, I don't need to see this. Right. And it was, it was just like from a, let's, the, the story was very poorly developed and it, it was well, just very shallow. It was I a think, very, very shallow story. I think in the seventies though, they were a little more into not, spoon feeding the audience everything they needed to I know. agree I agree and that was one of the conversations I had with my wife because she watched the first 10 minutes and she was like I don't know what's going on here I can't watch this movie all I know is that Gene Hackman's a racist asshole why is she <laughs> why is she allowed to watch movies <laughs> she's we almost as bad as she's almost as bad as a lot of things yeah I could tell um, but you you can't tell me you like this movie and you can't tell me you know what's going on in the first 10 minutes of this movie um, I don't need to know what's going on in the first 10 minutes yeah, of every movie. I need you to tell me by the end what's going on. Right. You mean like at the very end when they're like, oh yeah, no one went to jail and this guy got away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we so don't know what that's that what makes it so about. 70s though. Is that Okay, but but there are some good movies that were made in the 70s. No, almost all the good movies were made in the 70s. I can see well, why if this movie swept the Oscars <laughs> Why, when The Godfather came out, people were like, oh my God, this is the greatest <laughs> movie ever made. Because Godfather is so much better than this. Like, well, in- I will say, Bill, that uh, this is definitely a foreign director yeah. doing this kind of movie. I could tell instantly. I didn't know that intrinsically or by mm-hmm. watching the credits or anything, but the um, style of it, the dialogue. I don't know. Is, is Billy Friedkin foreign? Am I completely wrong on that? Uh, you might be. So, I mean, he might be from somewhere else, but he's a American. I mean, he's like a director. He's a famous director here. I yeah, mean, but he dir- I think he, I he, think he has like a French connection. He, he, directed, <laughs> he directed The Exorcist. Uh, he, Philip D'Antoni. What was about the him? director? Was the uh, it's William Friedkin, the producer? Sure. Yeah. It was the producer. <laughs> sure. So this this movie, I the the story was. It was interesting. I, I, it was, it was fine. Bill, do you and know who directed this movie? The guy that made Bug, Billy Friedkin, who directed made, The Exorcist. He also directed Bug. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, another real good one. Actually, I'd like you to go back and watch the movie. It, it's a pretty good. movie. I am not going to go back and watch Bug again. <laughs> That's a movie I took Bill to in the theater, and he oh? also did not like it. <laughs> Weird, a lot. a lot. Weird. Uh, but. My biggest problem with this movie is that it was so like 
poorly filmed. Like it was so oh, no grainy. Way. It was no so way, the best. That was the best part of the movie. It was grainy. It was like guys were running around with handheld cameras. It was shaky. It was, it was off gritty. center. It was no. It was dark. Um, <sighs> I think you might have watched a bootleg copy somewhere. Like, sure, it was kind of grainy, but you have to remember it was it was on film. Yeah, but I'm in, saying I've seen in good the movies early seventies. So and also, so do you know the story about the the car chase under the train? Why would he know that? Well, I don't know because it's a very famous story. Of course, I don't know what you're talking about. So you know when he chased the guy in the car and he was under the train, under the L train situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was slamming his car into stuff. What, yeah. So, quick side note before I forget, one thing I did appreciate about this. Yep. Was that um, the cars when they were in an accident were actually dented and damaged afterwards like well it it drives me nuts when i watch a movie where like a car like smashes into another car and then comes around the next corner and it still looks like it's brand new with no scratches or dents on it do you know why that came out so realistic in this movie because they actually did the scene (laughs) when they actually chased that train down with cars Uh and didn't have any permits and did it in the street like, they just like, actually smashed into everything. Yeah, they, like, drove... Well, I mean, I'm sure they had planned to smash into things, but they also just drove through the streets of New York, chasing a train and filming it, just to and get blasting a good the shot. Horn. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was, like, that was real. Like, it really happened. I mean... And like, super uh, illegal? Yeah. Like, super duper illegal. He does crazy stuff like that. That's just how he... That's how they operated back then, and that's how William Friedkin, William Friedkin... You know, great director, you know... Um, I'll tell you something. Here's here's what I do like about this movie, and it kind of goes into what you're saying, but you don't like about the movie. Um, when I watch this movie, when I watch um, Taxi Driver, any of these old, kind of like dark, gritty New York movies, they make me think that if I had a time machine and I could only go to one place at a time or something, I don't know. I don't know. If I really have to think this through. Wait, what I've place always- at a time? How do you think time machines work? I mean, they don't, so it could be anything. You don't know that. I would like... <laughs> this explains would- a lot. Maybe Rick has a multi-dimensional time machine, yeah. and that's why he doesn't I would know like when times are. seven times at the same time. <laughs> I'd like to... Well, I was going to say, this is where I would definitely go, but then I'm like, well, if I thought about it, I probably would pick something different. But Right, of course you would, because the 70s are stupid. No, but I do have I do love the aesthetic and the the feel of old school 60s 70s New York City. The super dirty, the, the super gritty, dirty, gritty, like like yeah, you will nasty. get like if you go there like you will be murdered. And bell bottoms. Yeah, you will get murdered. You're going to be sweaty. Taxi driver. Yeah, like that whole thing. I've never seen be, that. Well, he oh. means actual taxi drivers, I think. <laughs> well, but yes, but also the movie. Yeah. Um there's just like, it looks awesome. Like that's like gruff, right? And I even thought about this. Okay, you guys can see me on video, right? And I can see all you guys. Yes. Do you think that if you went back in time and you were in this movie, it would have been completely believable that you were Gene Hackman's son? What do you the mean? Way, like how old you guys look right now? Do you think that you could pass Gene Hackman's son in that movie in 1971? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Is is your point that Gene Hackman's son is our age? No. The point is Gene Hackman is our age in this movie, and he looks like he's about 74. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Men was men, and we is not. 
<laughs> that was like our conversation last week, though, about how like it's totally believable because high school kids looked yeah. like they were thirty. Yeah, but you look at these guys like Roy Scheider. How old is Roy Scheider in this movie? He's like maybe was he like nineteen, but he looks Who's like he's seventy five or something. He killed. He's Jaws. the other cop. Come on, he his partner. Eight. <laughs> Jaws was in this movie. <laughs> Uh, no, Roy Scheider was was Smokey. Smokey? Smoke nope. screen. Smokey was the cop. <laughs> and the bandit was Burt Reynolds. Smoke screen? What was his name? What are you talking about? He they the called he had a nickname. They, he had oh, a nickname. In this movie? In this movie. Oh, I can't get that deep into it. And my oh phone's my God. dead. Did can you? we just can we just lay the cards out on the table, Rick? You're you're defending this movie, which is good because you have some valid points, but you don't like this movie. No, I, I won't. So, okay, I'm going to put my cards on the table also. I'll call your cards. <laughs> I've seen this movie one time previously, and it was probably within the last three years. Uh-huh. And I watched it the first time and was like, I don't get it. So <laughs> then don't. I was like, let me see it again through Bill's eyes. And you know what? I don't get it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I liked it better this time, but I still didn't like it and i would never watch it again and i then the i also let's talk if, about some things that annoyed it me it feels movie. like an old episode of law and order that was too long if if you were okay i have a question i'm not a police officer if i was is that your and question I, and i was undercover you would steal drugs and sell them on the side you well, would, yeah you would but be if, denzel washington in training if, day if i have a question for you if you were undercover uh-huh. and you were following around a frenchman and you were wearing this like I'd shoot him too. Pork pie hat, big long black trench coat and a pork pie hat. Mm-hmm. And then he makes you, and you're like, oh no, he made me. You follow him around the next day. Are you gonna wear the exact same outfit again? Because <laughs> <laughs> he never changes his clothes and keeps following that dude around. Like, I yeah. I, I love Gene Hackman. Really, Gene Hackman's oh. an ass in everything. I love him in almost everything. Like actually, he's gr- okay, so hang on. I was looking up Gene Hackman on IMDb when I was watching this movie because mm-hmm. I was bored. And uh, I haven't seen him in almost anything he's been in. That's, what? That doesn't make no sense because when I was a kid, we used to have a running joke with my dad about how Gene Hackman is in everything. He's been in just like... he's Name, name five other movies he's been in. Like how fast do you want me to do it, and what what genre do you want me to talk about? Any genre, well known. Pause after each one, and don't name my favorite <laughs> movie, which is Enemy of the State. <laughs> this is a stupid game to play because he's name, in na- name five Gene Hackman movies. <sighs> You've got me on the spot. I've been drinking, you, so let's go with no, no. Let's Rick, try. Y- you only have to name five percent of the Gene Hackman movies <laughs> no, that he's I know. in. Like, okay, so he's in The French Connection. You can't name French Connection. Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> Haven't seen it. That was okay, the last film wait. he ever did. I know. Oh, wait, we're supposed to say movies that you have seen? No, no, no. That I'm telling in? you. You said it's unbelievable that I haven't seen Gene Hackman in movies because he's been no, in everything. I, and I'm okay. saying name five and I'll tell you wait, if I've seen them. When I say unbelievable, I don't mean that I didn't believe that you haven't seen Gene Hackman <laughs> movies. I just mean that it's crazy that you haven't because you're like, there's something wrong with okay, you. Okay, so you named Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> right. And I was going to name Enemy of the State, but you wouldn't let me do it. Uh-huh. I could name uh, um, Young Frankenstein, which I know you haven't seen because it's on yeah. the list of movies to watch. Um, 
Do you I know wanna... one that he has seen. What? Okay, what's he seen? The Quick and the Dead. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which he loves. Um, he hasn't seen Unforgiven, but he will. Uh, the Royal Tannenbaums. Royal Tannenbaums. That's a good one. Um, have you seen that pill? Nope. Have you? So how many are we at now? I don't know, but so you you missed like the one he's most famous for, which is like Hoosiers, right? Isn't he yeah. pretty famous? I, yeah, that I, I, that was I a pretty breakout role. I wouldn't say I missed it. Okay. <laughs> you just said to name five <laughs> movies. Well, but you were struggling to do that. You had to name the two we'd already talked about. Well, I was kind of a joke. I don't know if you understand how this thing works. Um, but but I was gonna say of the ones you named, like, see, that's the thing is like I've seen Enemy of the State and I've seen Quick and the Dead. I love both of those movies, and so I was like, good. I want to see some more Gene Hackman because I like him, and he was just not all that great in this movie. What about Superman? I haven't seen that. Oh, see, you can see he's Lex Luthor, you know. I saw that on IMDb. I was like, weird. He's Lex Luthor. Yeah, in he's- all of them, like the first four or whatever. Yeah. Could I have said uh, the French Connection too? <laughs> sure. Isn't he also? Is he in like? Um, is he in Bonnie and Clyde ever? I know it's like he's not starring, but I thought he was in it, but I'm not sure. Is he like famously related to someone else or something? I don't think so. Hmm. He's just a oh. guy. That's have you seen Bill? Have you ever seen the Birdcage? No, maybe. Okay. Get That's Shorty Robin Williams. It is I think Robin I saw Williams. part of it. Get Shorty okay. or the Birdcage. Not Get Shorty. Anyway, so he's just he's yeah, in a lot. He's of been movies. in a ton of shit. I just okay. watched another one. I forgot what it's called. Recently, with him in it, and he's like a. Um, That's good content. He's like a. He, he does like <laughs> it's in the seventies, and he's like wiretapping people. Enemy of the state. Nope, it's a real, it's, it's an actual movie that existed before you were alive, so it's better. Um, Enemy of the State's a good movie. Yeah, of course you think that. What do you think of that is on Rotten Tomatoes? Probably 76. <laughs> Are you like looking at it right now? No, that's, I was just a guessing. weird guess. Okay. <laughs> so you were saying, Rick, about, uh, about Gene Hackman, how he's been in everything. Who do you think's been in more movies, Gene Hackman or Michael Caine? Uh, Michael Caine. What? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, but I would, almost I would double. Kane. I would guess almost Michael Caine. Yeah, double. One hundred and seventy-six. Yeah. How many has Gene Hackman been in? One hundred and one. And how many okay. has Samuel L. Jackson been in? Wait, how many? How old? <laughs> how old is? How old are those guys? Michael Gene Caine was born ninety-one. Yeah, Michael yeah. Caine was born in 1933. So, so he's, the same? he's three years Caine's, younger. Yeah, and Michael Caine's younger than Gene Hackman. That's okay. crazy. But also, yeah. So, what year did Welcome to Mooseport come out? 2004. So, yeah, since since Hackman's 2004, been done for almost 20 years. Since 2004, how many movies has Michael Caine been in? A ton. A lot. Yeah. Um, Probably all the Batman movies, all the Now You See Me movies. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Bill. Inception. No what? I said, shut up. No one wants to hear you. <laughs> hey, what, wait, what did you say to me? The state was. I said 76. Okay, Michael 70, Caine's 72. Yeah. Michael okay. Caine's been in 40 movies since Gene Hackman stopped being in movies. <laughs> so nice. you, so you drop that back and you're like, and he's still 30 up on him. Still kind, 30 up on him. Right. Um, but he also, started 
earlier uh, too. Yeah, he probably started way earlier because Gene Hackman was that's always an old dude. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, I mean, he's just you know, so the name stuff. of the game is whoever is in the most movies, right? That's mm-hmm. who's the best. Gene Hackman started in '61. Michael Caine started in '46. Jeez. Right. So you think about it, they're like equal ground, right? Wait, so now, yeah. Ryan, how many movies was Michael Caine in from 61 to 2004? <laughs> welcome welcome to <laughs> the Michael Caine podcast. Okay, let's let's move forward with this because we have some promises that were made. Um, <laughs> I said is, most- is there anything else like about the film that you think? Like, I mean, it just was such a basic story, right? They stick a bunch of cocaine in a car. They import the car into New York with the movie star. They okay. do 20 minutes of foot watching. Like, right. what was with that foot montage? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then like, they chase about- each other all over New York. They sit on the car. They apparently, because we don't see this part, because we ran out of time, because we spent too much time filming feet. Uh, <laughs> they pull apart the car and find all the drugs. Let's and then talk apparently, about that. No, no. And then they apparently put the car back together. Yeah. And put the drugs back in it. Yeah, they glued the, the carpet they down and everything. fucked that yeah. car up. I yeah. know. And how many hours would it have taken them to find it? Like they, they're, I mean, four. It took them four. No, it took them four to give him the car back perfectly right. put together. Right. So like, but they had already torn it apart before he got there. So, okay. But uh, here's, I, here's, I, I like how it's like Gene Hackman's like sitting there like, oh, did you check everyone? And he goes like, yeah, I checked everywhere. Well, except this one obvious hiding spot. Right. <laughs> so this was the question. If you were going to tear apart a car to look for drugs or any other accoutrement, uh-huh. do you think that it makes more sense to tear out carpet and things that are glued down or first, just unscrew yeah. the things that are screwed in. Well, I, yeah, I have, but I have they a did. Question. They did chisel that open. It was welded shut. But okay, they, they, they okay, had unscrewed my question, the Ryan. top though first. Hang right? on, guys. It's Bill's that. turn to talk. <laughs> it's nope. never Bill's turn to talk. Ryan, does it make sense to tear that par par cart? <laughs> <laughs> par cart. Does it does tear that par cart? I, I sound like Ryan. Uh, does it make <laughs> sense to tear that car apart to find the drugs so that you can put them back and put the car together so you can follow the guy to the drop, or no. just follow the car? Just yeah. just don't look for the drugs. <laughs> well, you just have no, as, no. That's wrong because if you, what are you going to bust them for? Uh, when you follow them there and they all start shooting at you and diving out of windows, they they never saw the deal there. go down. They never saw the deal go down. Well, the, and also those guys all got away. <laughs> I know. So what was the point of putting the drugs back? You know, not everything. Okay. So, and, are you, and why do you have to put the drugs back if you're going to follow them to the drop anyway? Cause you got to catch them with the drugs. You got to catch them ready. You gotta know the drugs are there. Yeah. Cause there's, there's no point in risking 50 cop cars because right. there's no drugs. Right. And also you're only going to get that guy. And that's uh-huh. not the French you're connection right. that you want. You're not going to get the French connection, who you don't right. get anyway. Because <laughs> no, the way you're in, and you, you end up killing like, an FBI agent. You don't know you're not yeah, going to get him. Yeah. You don't know you're not going to get him no, until but it you don't get him. No, it was a real stupid, like, why did you sit at the bridge, wait for him to drive to you, and then wave at him as he drives away, and then chase him and surround? Why, why didn't you just drive in there and surround it while they were trying to screw the money into the car? 
To make a cool movie. Well, but see, the Listen. problem, Rick, is that they never actually busted them <laughs> making the drug exchange. Right, They I know. waited on the other side of the bridge. But so you were that asking, whole argument of no, why no. they... You were asking why they did that. That's why. They just did it weird. They just weren't good at it. <laughs> they did it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and hence they got transferred out of the division. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was a whole... The whole thing was just a big cluster. Also... If you lived in France and then you took a trip to New York, would you go eat French onion soup at a restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would if I was in a movie full of stereotypes. Yes. Um, Let's go to a bar where drugs are taped under every seat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there uh, were some some parts to this movie that were a little, a little different. Uh, dated. Yeah. Dated. Yeah. Dated is the good word for it. Dated. Yeah. Um, sure. Did you guys. Okay. Do you guys ever listen to podcasts? No. Besides this one, of course. <laughs> Sometimes. This week, so, I only had time for this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the person that's making the rounds right now is Quentin Tarantino. Yes. I did see him. He's on been on Rogan. like He's going to be on next week. <laughs> yeah. He's coming up. You guys stay tuned. Quentin's on up next to talk about whatever <laughs> shitty movie we're going to talk about. But uh, he was talking to, I think, another podcast host. Not to, I'm not going to name drop anyone because they're not helping us out. Uh, about movies from the 70s and 80s and 90s. Because they were talking about how Quentin's movies, you know, I mean, we've all seen all of his movies, right? And they're all like mm. pretty racy. They're pretty violent. They're pretty mm-hmm. like cancelable as you guys would say right um so yeah yeah i would like uh, um but they never django unchained and hateful eight were for sure well but nothing ever comes of that because he's like i don't i'm gonna make my movies and people like them and this is it right and he said that a lot of that came too from the 70s because you know a lot of people talk about the 70s being the golden age of movies right that was the epitome of like great movies like French Connection, you know, all these Chinatown, mm-hmm. all these kind of movies, all in the 70s, right? Then the yeah. 80s hit, and mm-hmm. 80s also had, kind of like now, how Quentin put it, was it was really politically correct. And what they did in movies in the 80s <laughs> was every movie had to well, have... Well, for the time, Bill, the, for the yeah, time. The, the 80s were not, but they were more than the 70s. Like... S- just like the seventies were more than the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But he, what he was, what he meant by that was that movies in the eighties, no matter what the story was, no matter how horrible the people were by the end of the movie, they were better people. They, they learned a lesson. They Change changed their made. lives. Sure. Yeah. There was this whole Yeah. yeah. People thing. were following that, that formula. He said in the seventies, it was just like, look at these shitty people and then all these shitty things happen to them and then the movie's over. Like, they don't have that thing, right? Like, or someone went to fight in a war and then they get back from Vietnam and then they get killed in a convenience store and the movie's over. That's the kind of stuff that happened in the 70s. The 80s, they kind of fluffed it up. Then the Did 90s, you make that up? What? No. That storyline? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm sure it's happened. So then in the 90s, <laughs> when, you know, he said his movies... Uh, he was talking about Robert Rodriguez movies, El Mariachi, and then Romeo Must Die, and these movies. They all started kind of bringing that back, where like you didn't always have to have 
a hero's journey in every single movie, mm-hmm. right? So you got to take in these seventies movies into account that they were just trying to show almost just like life, right? Like, well, and that, okay. So that, that whole concept goes back to Shakespeare, right? And that he wrote two types of movies. Yeah, he the wrote comedy and the tragedy. His ones that are, right. And his comedies were defined by everyone goes on a moral journey and is better people at the end of it, right? Right. And his tragedies were defined by people can't make the moral change, so everyone must die to make the world a better place. Right. Okay, so to steal more of Quentin Tarantino's things, since he knows about movies probably more than I do, I would imagine. Uh-huh. Uh, you would think. He compared two actors, movies, Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. And he said, (laughs) look at their movies. And he said, everybody in the world says that they love Bill Murray movies and they love Bill Murray, right? He's the guy, right? He's the one that has kind of survived the whole thing. I like him better than Chevy Chase. Right. But every Bill Murray movie is Bill Murray's an asshole. And that movie starts. And by the end, like even like Stripes, right? Like we've all seen Stripes. I've never seen Stripes. He's an asshole. And then by the end, he's like commanding an army. You know, it's like he always has this ridiculous. But Chevy Chase is always like he's always like Ty in Caddyshack, which I know you've seen. Uh He never is not Ty in through the whole movie. You know, when he's Fletch, Fletch never learns a lesson. I've never seen Fletch. Well, don't worry. They're remaking it, so you'll love the next one with John Hamm in it, right? Oh, I like John Hamm. <laughs> well, he's going he, uh, to be Fletch. So, but are they going to make Fletch lives? That's are they going to remake Fletch lives? <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just an interesting concept to think about these movies in the seventies. That like, I think they're a different watch. You have to kind of say this might end in a way that I didn't expect or care about even but I got to watch a thing happen. It's almost like watching a man eat an entire summer sausage <laughs> during one half hour. It's been an well, hour. News flash, uh, it's not a half hour. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of only being a half hour, uh, well, we didn't I've, take I've a one break more, or anything. Oh, I have ahead. one more thing I wanted to bring up, and then I think we can wrap up uh, French Connection. Um, the one thing I did notice is they had, uh, I forget the term now, but it was... A lot of scenes where there was uh, implied dialogue. So they showed a conversation between two characters in the movie, but didn't he- turn the audio up on yeah. that conversation. Wait, yeah. pause. That, yeah. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, Time out. Yeah. Wait, hang on. About fi- that. The weirdest thing in this movie was when they were like listening to, they like had a wiretap. And they're, and they're sitting in a room and they're laughing and you're like, what are they laughing at? And then Roy <laughs> Scheider shows up later wearing an entire huge leather, like leather pants and a leather jacket. Out of, I don't yeah. know why he had that on. He's wearing a trench coat the whole time or like just a suit. Yeah. And he was just like, and they're like high-fiving each other. and like, what is even happening? <laughs> and they're like giggling because they're ordering pizza at night. Yeah. Like, what was happening? I think they were giggling because they got the guys, right? I they heard felt, what they needed to hear. I felt like this movie was in French, and I don't <laughs> speak French. We. <laughs> oui. yeah. uh, no, but the, I, I did think that te- technique of implied dialogue was kind of interesting, where they use it to be shorthand for, hey, they're having a conversation, and you'll figure out what they're talking about. Sure. Instead of yeah. doing what they do in 
Forget Paris, where they do cutscenes to everybody's face, saying the line that they're going to deliver back right. and forth and back and forth and or back and forth. Or someone so you're like, now this is where you should laugh if you have no right. sense of humor. Right. right. Forget Paris is ten times the movie that um, French there was There was a couple scenes in this movie that I thought was interesting because I felt like it reminded me of Clerks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me too. Like, when they were, <laughs> when they were like doing their when they were chasing them around, following them around. The way the camera followed it and just, I don't know, it just felt like if that movie was in black and white, Bill would have killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, not watched it. <laughs> I, I did notice, too, the shaky cam, the unintentional shaky cam because of no stabilization, you know, on, yeah. especially on the car chase. There was just a, like fucking there was shaking all the time. That they shook the camera that was like out of nowhere and was really like, why are you doing this? Like. Yeah, um, I can't remember what happened, but it, like anyway, you know what? Yeah. I think we, we don't have a lot to say about this movie because none of us loved it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, think we should go, of the go. three of us, I liked it the best. But. Yeah, probably. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. But Bill hated yeah. it way more than I did. <laughs> but I so think we should that, go to break. Get a and beer. Come back to the clamometer. Okay, let's take a break. I agree. Back in a bit. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back from break. I think there's only one thing to do. We should probably get to the clamometer. Okay, oh, yeah. and the drop is over. <laughs> I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> unique New York. Unique New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer. Over. <laughs> oh, I, I said kilometer. Hey, so next I time, think I know. next time we go to break, can we just play that? And by the time we get back, it'll be half over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. I'm pretty sure I know how to cut that to make it better. Well, let's try that. <laughs> get on that. Fuck you. <laughs> so, where did you guys come in? How'd you think I would like the French Connection? You know what? I'm going to try something new this week, just for funsies. Where do you think we guessed you were going to be? You want me to guess where you guessed I would be? Yep. We're getting pretty I far think, up our own assholes here, boys. <laughs> I think that uh, Rick guessed a 21 and Ryan guessed a 32. Hmm. You're pretty decent guesses. I Ryan came in at a 42 degrees. <laughs> I came in at 22 degrees. Okay. Not bad. Not bad guessing. But I think I was off by about 25 degrees. You think you were off by 25 degrees? <laughs> Maybe. You think I'm going <laughs> negative with this? <laughs> All right. So, what did you got, Bill? Uh, what did you, like you get? This one was just not... It was fine, but it wasn't... I didn't think it was a good movie. And I think I was disappointed that it had such a claim for being what it was. Like it was 
slow and confusing and a poor story. And I didn't appreciate the filmmaking. So, um, you know, I wouldn't watch this movie again. I would never recommend someone watch it. And for those reasons, I gave it a 28. Ooh, right. 28. But I, but I still felt like, you know, it, it had some merit to it. It wasn't like some of the trash you guys have thrown at me. Rick, keeper of the Clemometer, uh, is there anything around that we can gauge this by? Uh, the 40-year-old virgin is a 33. Which really... That tracks. Is, it doesn't track at all. Uh, and then it's, it's also 17 points higher than Caddyshack. Also, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, I, that makes more sense to me than the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, the 40-year-old virgin, that's a weird one to be that low. Yeah. All right. Well, well yeah. I guess let's just... Just stop doing this podcast. <laughs> uh, Come on. What's next? Come on. You guys got to. Okay. All right. Cheer me up. Cheer okay. me up. We're down you've, in the dumps. We're feeling depressed. Let's go. Here. We're, we're had, in the 70s in Times Square. It's gritty and dirty. We need to clean it up. Yeah. You're right. Give me so something with bright colors and music. Instead of 1970s <laughs> Times Square, let's take this baby to outer space. Hell yeah. What? Let's watch. <laughs> Uh, baseballs. The base? What? Spaceballs. I was going to say oh, Star Wars, oh, but oh. I said Spaceballs. Okay. Let's watch Spaceballs. Hilarious. We need Bill to enjoy a movie, have a good time. Well, we need to we need to pop his Mel Brooks cherry. I know, because I there's some ways I want to do it, because we got to get into it. And I'm going to do it the same way I did. Spaceballs was probably my first one. I think... I thought I saw. Yeah, I think, I think I th- Spaceballs was first for me too. I think it was Spaceballs, and then it was Young Frankenstein, and then it was Blazing Saddles for me, and then I, then I was old enough to see Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, oh, I've seen I that think. one. Yeah, you like oh, it? Oh, so you have seen a Mel Brooks movie? Um, it was a little too like silly and cheesy for. Uh oh, uh oh. From from the guy. Okay, no, you know what? We'll nope. talk about this during the Save Spaceballs it. episode. Save it. <laughs> Uh, Bill, okay, Bill. What wait, do you think okay, Spaceballs yeah, is go, about? No, I'm gonna, what do you, oh, don't what do you think it's about? Well, I know it's, I know it's supposed to be a. Uh, I forgot I had to do this part, and I took a giant bite of meat stick. Giant mouthful of meat. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I know it's supposed to be like a parody of Star Wars. So, yeah, I'm guessing it's just a bunch of like. You know, dick jokes surrounding a, <laughs> a loose play on the Star Wars storyline. All right, okay. sounds good. Yeah. Get your headphones off. We'll be That's seeing you in a while. That's what Men in Tights was, right? <laughs> I mean, there's it not was, a lot of dick like, It was like, the, the, no, there's a horse a, dick joke, I remember. He's a little clean. Like, Mel Brooks is pretty clean overall. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we'll see you in a few minutes. Okay, bye. Mel Brooks is pretty clean overall. This, I mean, you know, he's not <laughs> yeah. like the dirty. So, all right, here's where we go with this. He should love this movie. He should. Yes. On paper, it should be in the 60s or 70s. Uh, we're going to talk about it next week, but I'm just telling you, he loves a movie called Thumb Wars. So we'll get, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And he loves it. So like. Silly how, shouldn't be a problem for him. I know, but I think he's going to say it is. Because so, it's old. 
but I still got to say he's going to like this because it's like, it's so clever well, and, it's and it's fun. I think the part he's not going to like is the meta part of it. Like the breaking the fourth wall and the, the marketing and the Spaceballs two, the search for more money and all that, all those jokes that are like sure. outside of the storyline. Yeah. I, Cause I feel like everything he likes is compacted into a tight plot. And there's he no like, like room. We found out he doesn't like comedies either. Right. So let's give it a, let's just give it a thing and see what happens this week. Cause I'm sick of talking about him. Mm hmm. Yeah. Sick of uh, looking at his face. I'm going to say he's going to give it a, jeez. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, okay. I got my number. Do you get a number? Yeah. I'm going to go with a uh, 59. Oh, I said 57. Ooh, we're right we could there. both be real wrong next week. Yeah. Well, when he we'll comes at in be... at zero. Yeah. And gives right. it a fucking peewee bump. Yeah. And a Which, clerk's bump. Yeah. Have you seen a movie? I, I think that Spaceballs is top five movies I've seen the most in my entire life. It's up so, there. I mean, I think I previously said that it was uh, uh, Blues Brothers was my number one and then big lebowski so right but yeah space balls is up there i have some things about space balls we'll talk about it next week so let's bring it back and get out of here come on bill what's he looking at not us (laughs) jeez my arms got tired hey guys is the screen not in your face when you see us no, I, I pulled up a different screen there for a minute. Don't do that. All right. Don't tell me what to do. We wrapped it up. You're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Have it. Hey, anything else you guys want to say? Wait, that's Ryan's life. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, guys, you give me shit for that. And then the one time that I don't give you time, like, hey, wait, I had something to say. I don't like worry. eating meat on Wednesdays. I don't I think we have any problem saying things we want to say. Did, right, you listen yeah. to, did you listen to the Breakfast Club episode? You had no problem saying what you wanted to say. That's what I'm saying. Well, guys, right. yeah, we're done. I think <laughs> that wraps it up for the night. I had something I wanted to say. <laughs> it doesn't Bill. matter. Just cut him off and say goodbye. Bill. You suck. Please follow us on all our socials. Uh, we're on Instagram, Miseducation of Bill. We're on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email, please email <laughs> us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on your favorite podcast app. And you can find us on all the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. Special thanks to White Only in the Wreckage for letting us use your music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Guys, I know you give me a bunch of shit, but do you have anything you'd like to say? Yeah, I do. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. (laughs) Bye. Bye. So I delete this and then just start recording a new one, right?
Another drink 